Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Good morning, gentlemen. Like what How up, baby? How you doing there? Is that go-karts at Seaport? Are they yeah. going to the racetrack? Yeah. yeah. I haven't noticed that. Oh, that must be new. Looks like it. I mean, like. I love go-karts. Go-karts are so go-karts. Cool. Oh, the track oh, so is, fun. though. Like, what you going to do? Go around once? Now we playing key all on the rails. Key, what's the, the spots? Key all on the rails what, on the bumps. What's the spot called, that one spot where all the kids go to the go-karts in L.A.? Uh, uh, three six, is it yeah. 360? Something like that. Yeah. 360 Grand Prix or Grand Prix 360 or something like that? Took my daughters there when they were, oh, they love yeah, that Yeah, but those, those are like legit fast, though. Those aren't like it's not like bumper, bumper cars. carts. No, 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 no they're I fast. Love bumper, yeah. I love these bumper are real, cars, man. They're no, fast. They sit next fast. to you with the fake steering wheel, and you got the real steering wheel, that one. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm not trying to do that. <laughs> pass. Can we set this up? Can we set up a Key J and Max bumper cart or whatever? So much fun. I would love that. Race? I mean, so much fun. Yeah, they have them. They have Unfortunately, them. it just depends on whether you got the fast car or not, right? There's always that one car that's a little no, slower. No, they have on, those. The, the, what you're talking I can't think. I think it's called the Grand Prix 360 or 360 Grand Prix or something like that. Yeah. They have one in New Jersey. Oh, I in Jersey? My, yeah, they got one right, right. how do you say it, through the tunnel? Is that, did I say it right? Sure. Through, yeah, the, got tunnel. It through the tunnel. Yeah, yeah the tunnel. through the tunnel. Right through the tunnel, there's right. one. Right on the right hand side. the Lincoln Tunnel, yes, you got it. Yeah, not over yeah. the tunnel, clearly. That would be over the bridge. Over the bridge. Well, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I just want to make sure. Over the George Washington. Bridge, over the George Washington. It's right there. I just want to make sure I get all my East yeah. Coast, you know, stuff. New Jersey together. F1 Grand Prix of America. Yeah, that's what it's, yeah. F1. Dang, Jay. Port Imperial. You move fast. I got you, man. Speaking of moving fast, Jay, what are you supposed to be watching for tonight? We're talking about the Grand Prix. What do you mean? Or what are we going to watch for tonight? Or do you want to do that next segment? Take some calls right now. Oh, we're going to take some calls. Let's do it. I, 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 got, you. I got you. I got you. I'm joking. You better, with you, Max, you just better make sure Jay's close to you because you might get sucker punched. All right, 7 o'clock. <laughs> Hawks at Celtics, 7 p.m. tonight. Celtics are up 1 0 in the series. I'm, I'm just looking for the Hawks actually to make some threes here. But I, look, this game has been moved off TNT. It's moved to NBA TV, okay? So. It lets you know how everybody feels. Boston is a 10-point favorite. I think Boston's going to cover. Got I, NBA TV written I, I just, all over just, it, right? I think Trey Young's going to have a really hard time with the looks of Marcus Smart and Malcolm Brogdon. And Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are the two best players on the court. Easy, hands down. I think it's going to be either a sweep or a gentleman's sweep. How about the 7.30 p.m. game? Knicks at Cavs. Good first game. Brunson was the best player, and the Knicks won. Yeah, you know, that Villanova backcourt still coming together, right? Uh, Josh Hart not playing or potentially not playing tonight. He's doubtful due to a sprained ankle. I think that's a massive loss for the Knicks if he's not able to go. Obviously, I know what Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle can do, but Josh Hart made critical plays in the fourth quarter, made some big threes as well, some defensive stops. Um I'm probably going to give the slight edge to the Knicks tonight, but I, I think you're going to have a Darius Garland awakening. It's not going to be like game one. Yeah, Josh Hart has always been a good player whenever he's gotten the minutes, you know? It's tough, man. And the last game, Clippers at Suns. That's a 10 p.m. game on TNT. Look, I, 
I'm going to take the over 27 and a half points for Kevin Durant. I, I, if we don't see a Kevin Durant who is aggressive tonight from the start, I would be shocked. Also because I heard Monty Williams talk about this yesterday where he put the onus on him, which he should, because he got out coached in game one. There's no way in hell Kevin Durant can go to the last five minutes of a ball game and not get a shot off. Where Aiden got five, Torrey Craig got one, CP3 got one, and Devin Booker got three. I, I still believe a team that played eight games together will have more firepower than the Clippers, even if the Clippers bring the energy. I think we will see a different Phoenix Suns team tonight. Can we talk about KD for a second off of that? Jay, like, you know, I, you know how I say, and you take offense at times when I say KD is the greatest complimentary player ever? I don't mean that to be a slight. What I mean is he's the one player in history where you could pluck him off out of his era and drop him on any team that ever played, and he would only ever make them better, right? Partly that's because he'll play in the flow of the game. He doesn't need, doesn't demand the ball all the time. He can play defense. He can pass. He can he score so effortlessly. What's time. that? He should demand the ball all the time. This is what I'm saying. One of the reasons he fits in so easily is because he doesn't change everything when he joins a team because he doesn't always demand it. But like a guy like Kobe may not be as good at scoring in terms of his efficiency as KD, but to me he was a greater scorer because when you needed it, you knew it would be there. Right, he would impose himself on the game. Is how do you like how do you think of KD and his greatness as a player if you're not sure that he will step forward and do what needs to be done? Right I mean, now? I've seen him step forward and do what needs to be done. I mean, he did that two years ago when he was playing with the Brooklyn Nets with Kyrie not there and James Harden limping around. I mean, he almost single-handedly got them to the next round. Yeah, he did. So, yeah, I mean, last year they got you know, bullied a little bit by Boston when they got swept. But there, there is that Kevin Durant. I mean, you've seen it before. You've talked about it. But, I, but so can you rely it, on it? Will he definitely do it, right? I mean, you think he won't? I hope he will. I'd love to see it. I mean, haven't you seen it, though? I've seen it in the past, but I've also seen games where, like, damn, he should assert himself more. I mean, eight games with a new team, man. Playoff, for, I mean, there's something to be said about finding your rhythm. And I'm not making excuses, but – there is something to be said about that. Key, is that part of, like, I, I think sometimes that's the very thing that makes him only ever additive is the same thing that maybe holds him back from being in that Jordan-LeBron conversation where you could always see Jordan and LeBron put their hands on a game, especially the important ones. They're going to mold that game, whereas KD, at times he has, but at times also hasn't. Uh, you know, I think you, you're nitpicking and you're looking for yeah. an issue. Yeah. Because the guy certainly did that with two championships, two MVPs, and I don't want to hear anything about hey, the deck was loaded, and I don't want to hear any of that. Well, you're going to. He, he, he stepped up to the plate and was flawless regardless. He was. Then you look at when he tore his Achilles, he was cooking then. He was hurt and still cooking. Then, like Jay said, a depleted roster to the degree – He's a what a, a foot away from or inch away from uh, sending the sending champs Milwaukee, home. Milwaukee yeah. sending Milwaukee home. Much like I said the other day, or uh, you know, yesterday or whenever it was. This is a new team. Jay just mentioned eight games, nine games, whatever it's been. Trying to figure out who am I playing with in the playoffs? How do they roll? What what is it? Now you go back and you look at the film, just like Jay said. Now you would be shocked if he came out with the same sort of uh, 
game plan, so to speak, in game two, which I don't see happening. I see him, you know, asserting himself and being the KD that we all know he can beat. He had 27 points. That's what I'm saying, KD. I just love how much the narrative has changed with the wind. Like, the narrative literally a day and a half ago, two days ago, was, oh, KD's 8-0 with the Phoenix Suns, man. And all of a sudden, the narrative became after they lost, well, you know, KD hasn't won his last seven playoff games, and uh, something—it's just it, which it's is ridiculous because four of them it's came with overall. a dysfunctional team. And I kind of think Max, you're silly to even question whether he'll take his hands and put it around. The well, game. hold on—you you think I'm silly to do that because no, Jay? because I hear I hear everything that he said. I'll I'll co-sign all that, especially KD gave me the feeling of LeBron sometimes early in a playoff series. He's he's as Key would say, labbing everybody, seeing what needs to be done. But I'm also saying that KD, because he fits in the flow of things, I've seen at moments in his career, and if you think it's silly, tell me, then tell me with a straight face you just don't know what I'm talking about. I felt at moments in his career like, damn, KD, you can just impose yourself right now. There's nothing, because he's the best player in the game, there's nothing anyone can do with you. And it sometimes feels like he doesn't. Like, I don't know if when? that's wanting to fit. Well, when? I mean, the most recent example is. That's what I'm saying, using one but, game. But late, late in the series against uh, Golden State in 2016 with the chips on the all line. All the way back to 2016? Well, you're, but you're asking me to pick stuff out of the air. I know, so, but right? That's, well, I'm trying to understand why you came to the because, overall narrative. Well, okay, that's why with the Thunder, it felt like at first maybe Westbrook was too. Uh, forceful of personality and KD had to recede, whatever. I do look at Golden State differently than Key does, for example, because I don't let, you know, you got to worry about Steph there's all, and Clay, there's all this space. You can't just double KD, stuff like that. So that does change things. You wouldn't for be able to double KD with, with James Harden and Kyrie Irving on the court either. If they're at full health, we would have been talking about KD differently if they were at full By the health. way, I agree with that too. I think if the that's Nets would have stayed healthy, they'd they have crushed everyone. Easily. But they didn't. Right? Like, that's yeah, not how it I happened. Can't, I can't poo poo on KD's championships at Golden State, man. I don't care what they did before. There's evidence that show they wouldn't have won those two that's not, without I mean, him. Let's not relitigate this. No, I'm not, I'm not litigating. I'm just saying because you brought it up. You're I, the one that said it, not me. I said I give him credit. You discounted. I give him credit, but not you know? as much credit as if it was like there was no way for that team to lose once KD joined it. There's that's no way. Question. Everyone okay, knew they were going to kill him. But that's why he joined yeah, it. Would there be a way to lose if Kyrie and, and James Harden didn't get hurt? I don't think so. Yeah, I, mean, I don't so think could, so. I think I, they would have killed like, everyone. You, I, I, I just find that fascinating, though. Like, would the same thing have been made? But I would have given them credit. superstars. Let me tell you the difference. There would have been nothing anyone could have done, but it's different if you put it together. And at first you're like, I don't know if this works. We'll have to see. On paper it looks good, but I don't know. And then it works is a lot different than this is already a well-oiled machine. Now we're just going to so drop did you, KD so what did you, That's, so what that's did you, a different so, level. So how do you feel about LeBron joining the Miami Heat? and He put Bosch that together, and, really. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Dwayne Wade had already won a championship. He had won a championship, so, but then they were so, awful. And yeah, then you added two fifths of your starting rotation with two. You can't, but you can't. You can't do that though, Max. You can't. I just pick did it. And choose. You can't pick yes. and choose which group of guys you give credit to based on their right, past let me ask performance. You let me ask. And something. which ones you don't? You can't do that. Uh, Charles Barkley never won a championship. 
Let's say he had joined he, he the Bulls. Join, he joined. Well, he joined it. But right, he did. He but let's say he had joined the Houston Rockets, Houston Rockets late in his career and he didn't get it done. But let's say he had joined the Bulls, who had just won seventy-two games. And I know they won the championship. And the Warriors didn't. It came down to one possession for the Warriors. It was super close, right? Let's say he had joined the Bulls and won a championship the next year. Would that be the same thing as had he won in Phoenix or Houston? Come on, or, or Philly? Of course not. It would only not be the same thing because that's the way you want it to be. That's the way you I think want I'm it to be. describing reality. Yes, it's my interpretation no, it, it, of it. But, but, of course, if he didn't win in Phoenix and he won in Chicago, they're, first of all, they're two different cities. So there you go in, it, in itself. So, yes, it's going to be different. They're two different teams. With but two different he won just but I'm won not going 72 games and crushed everyone. I'm not going to discount Charles Barkley's championship because he joined the Bulls. I would say it doesn't do the thing that we're really looking for. We already know Charles Barkley's goodness. What we're seeing is in the right circumstance, could, he, could the greatness lead to a championship? It, KD joined a team that couldn't lose, that doesn't prove and, and the same thing. Looked, All right, I can't he I agree with different. you. Max, he looked different. Max? Okay, Jay, I'm sorry. I don't know why we're going. I, I, I know. I, I see I your facial. I know I, you're it, talking to me like, with your face, Jay. I, I, I get know, it. I, I, I got you. I, I, yeah, I'm got not going to argue we'll with we'll him. We'll table this. I'm not doing that. If with this you guy. started it, all right. If, not going to change him. If the quarterback, if a quarterback isn't going number two to the Texans, <laughs> maybe our next what? guest will be going number two to the Texans. The quarterback's KJM. not going number two. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. The 2023 NFL Draft. Live from Kansas City's historic Union Station, it all begins with round one. The Carolina Panthers are on the clock. Thursday, April 27th at 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN, and on ABC. You can also listen on the ESPN app and on Sirius XM Channel 80. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio are presented by Progressive Insurance. While Key and Jay just wasted the last segment arguing about Kevin Durant, I'm just sitting here trying to get anything. to the call. I was listening I didn't to argue you about and, Kevin Durant. Either. You and Key just, just was, got right into it, I and I'm just trying, trying to understand why, the, why eight, you eight, always eight, have please, to Key, 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 don't do it, Key. Don't no, seven two nine three seven. Can't help but not respond. All right, I'm, I'm done. Fish on a hook. Ernesto in Kentucky. You're on KJM ESPN Radio. 
Good morning. Okay, full disclosure, I've been in Lexington for two years, but originally from sunny San Diego, California. Wow. And you guys, yeah, yeah what's up? Keyshawn SoCal, baby. What's so, up, Koya? Uh, you guys are talking about... <laughs> we guys were talking about uh, again sucker punch. Keyshawn, you know this Chargers Raiders game oh, yeah. in San Diego, man. So we're at the game. You know it's inevitable. Something's gonna go down. So my homie gets in this big old brawl with this guy, and he's just working him. Bam, bam. So I reach in because I'm like, man, poor dude. I grab my friend, and that guy's friend thinks I'm jumping in, and he just comes and just boom. Sucker punches me. I wake up on Monday morning. I'm like, what happened to the game? So, sucker punch, no good. Woke up on Monday morning. That was quite a sucker punch. The next time you keep your own, you stay out of other people's business. Well, he hit him on a Sunday, and dude didn't wake up till Monday morning? Yeah. Next right. time, he'll mind his own business. Yeah, man, I ain't messing with that. Here in studio now is a guy who... Many consider the best player in the NFL draft, oh, NFL draft prospect, former the, the precision. Alabama Woo! defensive end, Will Anderson. What's Morning, up, Will? Will? What's up, what's up? Thank y'all for having me. Good what's up, Will? See, this is how every guest should walk in. Look at how happy Will is to be here this morning. This is what I'm talking about. Will played on my 707 team, Max. Of course he did. <laughs> Everyone. Will, you can connect any person. Abraham Lincoln, doesn't matter who it is, played on... Played on uh, keys seven on seven. Not sure, Abe would have made the cut. <laughs> I'll bet you you can connect to Abraham Lincoln through keys no, seven Abe, on seven. Abe might not yeah. made the cut, Jay. You're yeah. probably right. Yeah, I would have looked at him and be like, "Nah, too tall." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's the draft process been like for you so far? It's been smooth. It's been smooth. I mean, I really haven't had too many visits. I had two visits. Um, but I've really been doing a lot of Zooms with um, teams and stuff like that. But really just working out, enjoying time with my family, making sure I'm keeping myself healthy and everything like that. So I can't complain. Will, you think you should be the first defensive player off the board? Most definitely. I agree Why? with that. Why, though? Oh, um, man, I think what I just bring to the game is like nobody else. You know what I'm saying? The mentality I have, the passion I have for the game, the love I have for the game. Um, I put so much work in to be in this position. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just ready for it to pay off. Well, it's always so funny with the draft, right? Because every all these shows ask you, like, what's the process been like? And, uh, you know, and, 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 and what's, what do you think a good fit for you is? And I, I always flip it. I reverse engineer it. Yeah. Where would you want to go? And I know you're going to get drafted wherever <laughs> you're going to get drafted. Yeah. But is there a place like, yo, that style is what I feel like mm-hmm. I would succeed in? Yeah, for me, I mean, anywhere. Because, I mean, being at Alabama, it makes you so versatile that whatever defense you get in, uh, I'll be able to play in it. I mean, I play four down, three down front, outside linebacker, defensive mm. end. I play anything from a four-eye, five, six, seven, nine technique. I dropped in coverage. So, I mean, any place that I go to, any defense that I get in, I'll be able to, you know, sustain and do well. I guess that's a good way of answering that. What, uh, <laughs> what do you think you need to work on for the next level? And don't tell me everything. Don't give me that because Coach Saban listening. <laughs> By the way, this draft prep is outstanding, the way you answered that question from Jay. Outstanding. (laughs) No, but uh, just probably working in space and working on the top of my rush. Those are the things that I've been working on this whole offseason, getting ready for. So most definitely areas in my game that I want to improve on. You know those left tackles are are grown with full beards and they really big. You know them Trent Williamses. They got kids in car seats. How do you get around somebody with that type of size and athletic ability how, how do you get to the quarterback trying to avoid him? Yeah, most definitely. I think now really going into this next level is really going to be heavily relying on your technique for real because, like, when you're in college, you know, you have athletic ability, you have great technique. 
But now it's just really homing in on the technique and, you know, watching film and preparing a little differently now because, like you said, these grown men now, you know what I'm saying, they've been in the league, they, look, they know a little bit more. So that's when you got to take your game to the next level, and that's what separates you. You feel like when, when I – I've been saying this on air recently when people are like, hey, they could maybe trade out of the second pick because if Bryce Young goes and they don't think there's another great quarterback. And it seems to me that the one position, or one of the positions, certainly a handful, that – doesn't come up on the market is the elite pass rusher, right? The elite pass rusher, you either draft them or good luck. You're going to get them at a time when they're already in decline. Do you feel like you who are considered maybe for two years now the best overall player in the potential draft, are you ever like, oh, time out, draft, trade out of the I'm sitting here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I look at it sometimes like, mm, you know, we talk about it and stuff like that. But, I mean, it's really all in God's hands. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. I used to, like, at the beginning of the job, I used to make in different scenarios, like, oh, you can go here. But now, like, with everything going on, I mean, all I know is I'm going to get drafted. I'm going to get a phone call at the end of the night, and I'm going to be very grateful and very blessed. So, you know, it's I funny. mean, this we're, draft prep is as good as I've heard. Unbelievable <laughs> how you're ready for this well, thing. Well, I, I think there's a moment for everybody who gets drafted where, obviously, you get lost in the sauce on the process, working out for teams and, you know, who I be playing with, who am I matched up against. And then for me, it was like when I was shaking David Stern's hand, like it was like, yo, I got drafted. Like, I'm a millionaire to play a sport. Like, have you given, like, any thought? Like, Man, he went to Alabama. He already a millionaire. No, stop. <laughs> Same thing. Time out. <laughs> but, like, seriously. What, yes, what, how do you plan what on this, a, what's affording this actually mean for you and your family? Because like, people think, oh, you got – but it's like actually your family, you all get – you all come up. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's just – it's still – like surreal, like it still haven't hit me yet. But I mean, for my family, like I'm the first person in my family to ever do something like this. So they've been so excited. Um, all they've been doing is smiling and talking about everything. <laughs> but for me, really, this is just a situation to help my family out. You know, they've made so many sacrifices for me, running up and down the road for me, taking off work for me, you know, everything, not hanging out with their friends or doing things that my parents want to do to help me get to where I am. So really, this is not only just for me, but for my family as well. And we're all super excited and blessed about it. Yeah, the football stuff is all cool and fine and dandy, but when you go in the top three picks of the draft, What's the damn draft party going to look like? Though? That's what I really want to know. You going to turn up in the A? Like, come on, you can tell me. <laughs> yeah, That's let it. it out. So, honestly, it was supposed to be a surprise, and I wasn't supposed to know. But they got something big going on. I don't know all the details about it, but I think it's going to be back in Georgia. It's going to be big. You know, I got a real big family just outside my immediate family. So, it's going to be it's gonna be something big. How would you find out? My, my, my closest sister told me. But it's a theme party, so she had to tell me, you know what I'm saying, so I can be – which, but she wasn't supposed to tell you, and nah. she slipped, or she was like, no, I got to let him know. She was like, I got to let you know, so you won't come looking like not a, like a Are you happy about that, or did she ruin the surprise? No, I was happy about it. I mean, I, I wanted to come, you know, fly too, yeah, just like right. everybody else. We, we got any, any entertainers coming? Uh, got, I'm not sure. Not we sure. ain't that big. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't sleep on it. Don't sleep I on it. I got you. What's well, the shoe game going to look like, though? That's mm. what I want to know. What's the shoe game going to look like? Oh, it's always going to be fresh. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, It's probably going to be uh, some Jays or something like that. Like, it's a 90s theme party. So it's going to be something fly. That's what's up, man. Congratulations on everything, dog. Thank yeah, you. I appreciate congratulations. it. Congratulations. Well deserved. Will Anderson, ladies and gentlemen. Someone's going to get it. Give him. some of that money back to Alabama. <laughs> You're a good defensive player. Thank you, Will. NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman joins us next. KJM. 
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Joining us now on KJM. There you see on, if you're watching on ESPNU, the schedule for tonight. Joining us now in studio, NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman. Morning, Commissioner. Good morning. Always good to be with you. Good to have you. Boston Bruins set the NHL record for regular season wins and points. What do you think about their play throughout the regular season? What does it mean to have that kind of accomplishment? Uh, to see that level of excellence, consistency, uh, it's something that attracts a lot of attention, and it's something that everybody else has got to respect going into the playoffs. Gary, going to these playoffs, I mean, exciting times tonight. I was talking to you before about the Rangers playing the, the Devils tonight um, at starting at 730 what are what are two or three things that you're most excited to find out about this league over the next month and a half, two months? What what we've seen uh, consistently for the last roughly two decades is incredible competitive balance. Uh, I don't think our competitive balance is matched by any other sport. Uh, you, if you look at how our regular season concluded, we were playing meaningful games through the last week of the season. In fact, with four days to go, in the regular season, we didn't know seven of our eight matchups. And making the playoffs is tough. And once you get in it, there's nothing like our playoffs, particularly the first round. They're exciting. They're entertaining. They're competitive. Uh, we get more six- and seven-game series than, than the other leagues do in their playoffs. Uh, so it's just a wonderful time to be excited, to be passionate, and to be entertained. Gary, you, <clears throat> Gary it's been about ten years uh, since the, the team with the best record. It goes all the way back to Chicago Blackhawks uh, when they did it in, in 2012 to win the Stanley Cup. And if you look at other sports, you look at the New England Patriots in 07, they went 18-0. and You look at the 73 win, uh, Golden State Warriors, they failed to deliver a championship. If this was to happen to Boston, you know, how disappointing would it be to the NHL as well as Bruin fans if this doesn't happen? Actually, from an NHL standpoint, we, we don't root. We, we focus on exciting, competitive games and may the best team in the playoffs win. I think Boston Bruins fans and I think the Bruins organization would be disappointed, although they, they seem to be on a run. I mean, even down the stretch when, when they were focused on winning the record, I think it caused them – to not coast and be rather disciplined in their play. And, and I think you saw that in the first game last night. Uh, but 
you know, that's why we play the games, right? That's mm-hmm. You can prognosticate all you want. You can use all the analytics you want. But in the final analysis, there's a human element to, to all these games. And watching it play out is what's going to make the next two months fun. Gary Bettman, NHL commissioner, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Gary, uh, Connor McDavid has been the best player in the league this year. I mean, he's been yeah. phenomenal. What would it say to have the best player on a team like Edmonton actually win the cup and see all that culminate? You know, I mean, from a branding the, perspective for the league, from from, from a fan standpoint, uh-huh. watching him is extraordinary. No matter who you root for, uh, and he's had an incredible season. I think everybody says he's the best hockey player on the planet which in some quarters might make him the best athlete because of what hockey players have to do uh, to compete. But at the end of the day, I think from his standpoint, despite all of the personal accomplishments to having a 150-plus point season and everything else he's done and all the accolades he gets, hockey's the type of sport where he won't be satisfied until he wins the cup. Hmm. So meantime, Hmm. the the avalanche have been – hit by the injury bug this season, but they still look poised to defend the Stanley, Stanley Cup. How, how, what kind of chance do you give the other teams in the league to upset them? Or to, to, to... You, you know, repeating's hard. It, yeah. There's a short summer. There's a lot of endurance and wear and tear to win a championship, particularly you know, in hockey. And, but having experience and having been there is something that, that you can't quantify. And for teams that ultimately win, they've typically had to have some adversity to overcome in years prior that gives them the experience that gets them over the top. I mean, a good example was a few years ago, the Tampa Bay Lightning came off an, ex- an outstanding regular season, uh, won the President's Trophy, and then in the first round of the playoffs got blown out by the Columbus Blue Jackets, and then they came back to win two consecutive Stanley Cups. So there's an experience and adversity factor that I think toughens you up so that you can make the ultimate run. Eric, can I ask you a business question? Because I always get intrigued when you come in about this kind of stuff, about just the brand of the NHL uh, overall. Obviously competing against NBA playoffs, things of that sort. I'm seeing you do your rounds, which you naturally do to build up the sport, which is incredible. Like, I went to games last year. I was blown. I'll be frank with you. I told you this last year. It's my first experience going to a playoff game. I was blown away, literally blown away by the physicality, the speed, the intensity of it. How do you continue to build upon marketing top-tier players to create more, you know, just, I don't know, more momentum behind how incredible the sport is? It's about getting more and more attention it's about having ways for current fans and new fans, introducing them to the game with ways to connect. That's why we do things like the outdoor games. That's why puck and player tracking, NHL Edge, has become increasingly valuable, not just to broadcasters, but to create data where fans can get inside the game and learn about the game. What we're looking to do is activate with our business partners. We have I don't know, 75 national partners, 40-some-odd are activating during the playoffs. And what we're looking to do is give people more of an opportunity to be a part of the game, connect to the game, and understand the game. And what ESPN has been doing with us has been all part of that. The changeover two years ago has been phenomenal. Uh, 
And what's interesting is you and TNT have been scheduling more Canadian teams than we've ever had in the past because it's about the hockey nationally, not necessarily about the team, which goes to the Connor McDavid point. He's being seen more than perhaps he has in prior years because I think your programming people have recognized the importance of showing great hockey more than which particular market for a national broadcast you're putting on. And yet and major markets still matter, like yeah. New York is an enormous market, and the Rangers making a big splash and coming close recently is a big deal for the league, I'm sure. Well, look, look at what's going on for hockey in the New York metropolitan area. We've got the Islanders in the first round of the playoffs as well, and obviously the Devils playing the Rangers, is going to get a lot of attention. I mean, big market typically will generate in any sport higher ratings because more people in the bigger market are watching. Uh, but our ratings for the last two years have been really strong nationally, uh, and that's a testament to not just the production but the, the marketing and promotion that we're getting from all of the capabilities that ESPN, ABC, ESPN Plus, and the Walt Disney Company have. I mean, going back to the earlier question, I don't know if you caught what we did with Big City Greens on Disney Plus. We actually had a game, and we were only able to do this because of the pucker player tracking, that was done in an animated form in real time. I mean, in terms of captivating young people, but also adults were watching it because it was amazing to watch what was happening with it going in real time? Gary Bettman. But you would, I mean, would you agree that it's not even so, like I, I could ask you, how far do the Rangers get this year? But just the energy <laughs> in a major market when there's hope, right? We've seen this in other leagues. In the NBA, when the Lakers are, and Knicks are bad for a number of years, the energy in those markets kind of goes down. But right now in New York, it's high for the NHL. But, seems. but I'm also one of those who believes it's, it's, it's about the hockey and the games and how they turn out and the excitement that's being generated in general. The fans in New York will be more excited if the Rangers or the Islanders or the Devils have a great run. Uh, but for nationally... You know, if you're in L.A., you care about the Kings. Mm -hmm. If you're in Minnesota, you care about the Wild. If you're in Edmonton, you care about the Oilers. And so I think it's more about the quality of play that you're seeing night in and night out than it is about the particular teams. Commissioner Gary Bettman, thank you very much for joining us this morning, as always. Always good to be with you. Got to get you guys out to a game or two. For sure. More KJM. I'm already there. Coming right up. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Passion, drive, and patience. 
The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, we're brought to you by Beacon. Beacon and Beacon Pro Plus app helps roofers get things done from anywhere, 24-7. Beacon always building. Now, people want to talk about sucker punches a lot. Okay. 888-SAY-ESPN. This really, what did that jump off of the, uh, the Draymond and Sabonis uh, incident from last night? Somehow that turned into a sucker punch conversation? <laughs> what is Key doing? Key's acting like Larry David right now? I told a story just now during the commercial break of running into Larry David outside of a Kings playoff game, and it was something right out, right out of a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode where Larry David had seats. I, don't, I think I'm fine telling this story. I don't think he would care. He had seats right behind the Kings bench, I want to say, and every time the coaches stood up, it obscured his view, and he's banging on the glass telling them to sit down and eventually leaves because he could have a better view from the bar across the street. <laughs> Robert in Vegas, you're on KJM ESPN Radio. I ain't got no sense. Oh, uh, man, what's going on, fellas? What's popping? What's going on? What's popping? What's uh, cracking? Not much. Jay Will, my guy, welcome back. Thank you, My brother. guy. Appreciate that. Yeah, my condolences, man. Thank you. Uh, Max, I don't have to talk about getting sucker punched. It was a good story, if that's old. No, go. I got some support for you, though. I got some support for you about KD because it's exactly what Max is saying it is. Like, where, you know, KD's all that. Now he's running up against his boy who he ran from. And this really has been about heart. KD got dropped in Golden State. Golden State could have did that without KD. So when is KD well, they you know, have going to prove before. that he could do it? They did do it before and after KD, and they did it with KD, and they could have done it with Paul George. Right, so that's yeah, the whole throw, point. Just throw in any name, sure. They can do but it with this any is guy. The, sure. Well, I mean, actually, but they've done it before and since, Jay. Jay, yeah, I thought actually, you told me don't – why? I thought you told me – Well, because Max always the, gets the, the last word in. The caller brought it up. He always gets the last word in to, like, you know – Go over the point. Just tell me but, when you're done but talking. But even if so he, even if he got the last word in, no one believes it except Max. So it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I can't waiting. say anything. I'm just waiting. You're the worst. <laughs> Robert <laughs> in Vegas, you're on KJM ESPN Radio. <laughs> what is he sneaky? sneaky That's who was just something? on, Max. Oh, Robert was just on. Uh, Jeffrey attention. in New Jersey. Pay attention, Max. Come on. <sighs> Jeffrey in New Jersey, you're on KJM ESPN Radio. Jeff? Morning, guys. How y'all doing? What's up, up Jeff? Jeff? I just got, I got a story about the sucker punch thing from when I was uh, a little kid. All right. Um, talking slick with a buddy of mine. He said something out of pocket. So I you know, tried to knock him off his bike, what I thought was his bike. So then his older brother, about four years older, clocks me from behind. Damn. So that was t- yeah, that's kind nice of a scuffle. 
it's a sucker yeah, punch a, in a way, but it's a sucker, a, that's but, very provoked. You were, you did the no, first it's physical action. It's a sucker punch because he he's not expecting yeah, it. Yeah, because he didn't know dude was there. Yeah. You don't see it coming. Yeah, he didn't know dude was you there. You don't see it coming. Yeah. Exactly. You know, Elijah in Ohio, you're on KJM. I want my pirate hat back. What's up, y'all? <laughs> that, that, that Willie Stargell joint. Go ahead. Go ahead, Elijah. The best sucker punch story, I got sucker punch for Elijah? Hello? Elijah? Elijah may have just gotten sucker punched. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I got sucker punched for my my Mets hat. For your Mets hat? Uh, Yeah, somebody took my Mets hat. Damn. And then then I got my brother to sucker punch him. (laughs) (laughs) What, school? Where were you? I was in school in New York. Mm -hmm. Going home from school. Mm -hmm. Which school? Can't let nobody take your cornbread. Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Nope. Mm -hmm. Don't let them take your cornbread. What year was this? This was like 94. All right. All right. I'm going to say if it was 86, boy, those Mets hats were in demand right around then, boy. Yeah, sucker punching for hats. Man, I'm telling you, dude, them set me up. They went around, came through the alley, got my pirate hat. What they say the kids in New York used to do? You said mess with you and then have you chase them around the corner and just wait for a game. Well, no, they would send, they'd send one little kid around the corner, right? He'd be messed with, let's say you're with one or two dudes, right? they mess with you. Then you chase them around the corner. They're 30. Jay, I'm talking about 30 <laughs> dudes there. Dipping through buildings and alleys. And <laughs> I'm going to get you when the six period's over. But behind you, you just hear decept, decept. That was the whole thing back then. Oh. Key, did you ever try to get the hat back? No, man, it was a wrap. Man, I wasn't trying to. I was scared as hell. Man, I'm a kid. I don't. What do you want me to do? Go tell the, the principal or something? I don't, what am I going to do? Excuse me, officer. They took my hat. Xavier in Brooklyn has something to say. What's up, Xavier? Excuse hey. Me. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Good, good morning. Uh, blessings to you and your family, Jay. Thank you, brother. Uh, but, uh, but, Max, you're my guy, man. You get a bad rap. You're a logical guy. I think a lot of is people he? make emotional takes. Is he? Really? Is he Xavier? Uh, really? Xavier? Yeah, Xavier you, you said Let the man finish. Yeah, I want to touch face on the KD thing. and I I'm a logical guy, too. I get flack from my people. But on this KD thing, I think the LeBron heat is closer to the Brooklyn Nets team with KD and them. But, you know, you guys know of, like, the Divine Nine fraternities. If you are online and you go through the process, it's different than the people that sign the paper and take the test. KD was online in OKC. He dropped, signed the paper, and joined the Warriors. So that's, that's my take on it. It's just it's inherently different. I, okay, even if it's different, does that, does that make his greatness less? less but it can't like those two aren't mutually exclusive so he can still be as great as he is but when you line up all the champs the guys that put in the hard work are a little bit higher on the pedestal than the guys that might have joined the powerhouse you know it's not that they're not a champion it's not that they're all any less valuable jay you're 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 saying does it make the greatness any less no it enhances his greatness it enhances that stuff but well, does it enhance it, it, it as how much? He play when he does, was it, there. does it enhance it as much as had he won it in OKC when he was on a powerhouse team? But it was a powerhouse team similar to the Cavs and the Warriors as opposed to him joining the Warriors, which then became a super powerhouse that there was no real answer for. It's, it, so, so it enhances it, but not but, to the extent I, 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 of, of yeah, what it would have been. I, it's just... You're damned if you do. You're damned if you don't. So if he stays in OKC and never wins one, he's the greatest player to never win one. But or stay he, and win. Or if he stays in Golden State and continues to win, like would the narrative has still been, well, is that the greatest team ever? Would they, would they be in three of the greatest players to ever play the game but together? But I, I look at it, Jay. Or win now with Phoenix. Golden State, though, Jay. 
when he was in Golden State. I would just stay. He was flawless. Yeah. Okay. He's playing that way now, though. He, but he was flawless. So when you are flawless to a degree, that gets extra credit. I don't give a damn who's on the court. I hear you. I think that's right. I think that's right. I, but, you know, I, I will you. say that Draymond Green once shot 38% from three because he's on a team with Steph and Clay. If Draymond's shooting 38%, no, Draymond KD shot 38%. should be shooting 100%. Draymond shot 38% from three because he was actually getting an opportunity to shoot because yeah. of everything that was going on. The and court. there's a lot but of he has space. to make it. But he has I, to I just know that today, it. if I were a professional athlete, I wouldn't listen to what any of y'all talk about. None of y'all are going to tell me. Well, I'm just saying, like, you know, even, like, the caller, Xavier, and I, I get what he's talking about. Like, oh, he didn't put in the work. Like, no, like, dude puts in the work every single day. He put in the work day long. Jay, would you agree that, it, that if he wins the title with Phoenix, which is a powerhouse team, they were in the finals, but it's a normal powerhouse team. Not like, oh, my God, this is the best well, team well, ever. The reason why Golden it would, State, would it be something I, new for you? The reason why Golden State became a powerhouse, it, it, uh, granted, it was a little bit because it was a lot because of the players. But you also know that their system, their style of play was not – like the game of basketball had ne- not seen that I get, before. I get it, but Jay – and he went into that system and he easily, right? But what I'm asking is if he wins with Phoenix, is that something new for you with KD? Because it, it would what? be for me. In other words, no, he has now won a championship on an excellent team, but a Man. team that was on a level playing only field with three, four, five say, other teams. The only thing you're going to say with your slickness is that KD won his – with his own team. That's the only thing you can no, say. No, it's more than that. Yeah, no, it's that no, the Phoenix Suns, no. even if they're favored out of the East, like the Golden State Warriors were favored against everybody by a lot, both conferences. The Phoenix Suns are just kind of right in the mix with a bunch of teams, right? It's different if he wins now. You're not it's not to, is it different to you or not? Well, I mean, the Phoenix Suns were a depleted team. I have to time it so Jay I get Crowder last word, please. You're not getting the last word. Give me enough time no to do to last word. I'm going to talk over you. You're not going to get the last word in. It's not going to happen. Not gonna happen. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max saying, I have last word. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.